House of Loud. You see, we used to be pussweeds, but now we're metal. House. Really real. Oh. I'm living this year over metal endoskeleton. Loud. House of Loud. Talking metal and hard rock with Shane Alvarado and Jason Lee. House of Loud. Hey, 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 hey. Welcome to the House of Loud. What's happening? Jason Lee here with you. With my good friend Shane Alberani, how you doing tonight, Shane? I'm doing dandy tonight. Dandy, uh, back, uh, back to dandy. Uh, yeah, not not fine. Just like George Carlin says, <laughs> not exactly fine. But and I am a bit dandy. Right, tonight. You, going fine and dandy, man. That's a bit excessive. You might need some uh, medication. Hey, for I am properly caffeinated, so I could be getting to the fine uh, some course during this this show. <laughs> Oh, man, I see you're wearing your vulgar shirt. I am wearing my vulgar display of power shirt, so uh, we can talk about Pantera if you'd like, because we're going to be seeing them uh, pretty soon here. Yeah, July 29th, yeah. down at, uh, what? what is it now? Uh, uh, Ruoff. Verizon, Ruoff. Yes. Ruoff It'll always be Deer Creek to us. Deer Creek, Verizon, <laughs> uh, what was it, Klipsch? Oh, yeah, that's you know, right. The big hill in the country, which yeah. is not the country anymore, but whatever. Yeah. That's that's neither here nor there. Yeah. So, so yeah, uh, we'll get to that at some point. But um, uh, tonight, this episode, or today, whenever you're listening to this, uh, you know, if you're uh, still a guy like me who follows the unwritten rule of not wearing the t-shirt of the band you go to see. I break that rule all the time. I am not sure where that started. I actually looked Jeremy it up. Jeremy Piven. It's not. Because it was a thing before that. Oh, okay. Because I remember watching the movie PCU, is what we're, we're talking about here, and cracking up. Because, yeah, it was a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I it just, did not originate there. If I like a band enough, and I've got one of their shirts, I'll wear it to the show. And yeah. I'm sure the band appreciates it. I mean, they wear their own shirts, too. Right, and it, it means nothing. And I don't know... What the origins? I, and again, I have looked it up, and there is no known origin. You go back, <laughs> everything goes back to PCU, but again, it had to have been a thing for someone to put it in the movie. Right. So I have never been able to find the origins, but I remember going back to the 80s. Never. Now, you would buy... Now, I would never wear a, a, a t-shirt that I did not buy at a show. It's like I could not... I mean, this is kind of before that the logos were merchandised, and now you can get them in Target. You right, know, right. It was a little bit harder to find, but you would still find that pop-up store in the mall doing bootleg T-shirts, you know, the Metallica bootlegs, you know, but I would not purchase them because I have to buy it for at the show because it was proof that you went to the show because, again, they were not readily available back in the, right. in the, in the 80s and, and early 90s. And you always knew the show that was in town the night prior... When eight hundred people at school was wearing an Aussie the next, shirt, right, the next day, like, yeah. yeah, the next day, yeah. right, you are one hundred percent right. Everybody had that shirt; it still had sweat on it from the night before. Yes. Salt rings, you know, because yes. they were in the pit with it. Like, look what I wore! Look yes. what I bought! You know, I remember that a lot in middle school in the eighties. It didn't matter what the band was, but I remember Bon Jovi blowing through town, and every girl the next day had a Bon Jovi T-shirt on. I would love to have gone to that concert, but I wasn't allowed to go to shows yet. In middle school so uh you know sex and drugs and whatnot you know my mother wasn't gonna let me do that so uh, i think we talked about this earlier my first show was striper so she let me go to a good christian concert still saw boobs still smelled weed still saw drunks still saw a fight i literally got punched in the face so, at a striper show at a striper show for a bible really yeah yeah and michael sweet throws out uh, new testaments and i caught one I leaned to my left. The guy I was with was uh, named Tom. I said, hey, Tom, check this out. And as I got the sentence out, I got whipped around by my right shoulder. Blam! Right in my face, some giant woman blasted me in my eye. 
took my Bible and ran. <laughs> I got assaulted for a Bible. It was great. I mean, not that I was going to sit around and read the New Testament or anything. But you saw Striper recently, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. About a m- yeah. back in May. Yeah. yeah. May of uh, 2023. I don't know yeah. when you're listening to this, right. but yeah, May of 2023. <laughs> and it was uh, at a show with, couldn't have been more than 200 people. Really? Yeah. And it was great. They brought the show. You know what I mean? Some people might come and go, man, I'm playing in front of 200 yeah, people. Yeah. And, yeah. It was a but they're a up, terrific band. Doesn't matter nope. what religious outlook you have, they were always a terrific. Because Matthew Sweet, what a what a voice on that guy, uh, Michael Sweet or Michael Sweet. Sorry, Matthew Sweet. Again, that's going to oh, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's completely Again, different. Animal. We're old, and that's going to happen a lot when we're doing this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Michael, uh, I was afraid with uh, the Striper gig that it was going to be a uh, kind of a preach fit, like kind of like a pontification. Yeah. I mean, the lyrics obviously, uh, right, right. Uh, but in between songs, no. They just said, "Hey, thanks for coming out. We'd love to, you know, we'd love to play. You know, we'd love to play in front of you. So here's another song. You know." And since we're talking T-shirts and logos tonight, we're off the subject. But Striper, an interesting logo and a diff and the look. You know, the Bumblebee yeah. look. You know, yeah. which obviously got attack, a lot man. of uh, people made fun of. But you know what? I bought that record. I uh, in God We Trust. Mm-hmm. I bought that record. It was a terrific pop record. You know. And, but that, by that point, I was kind of getting out of the striper thing. I was more into them with uh, Soldiers Under Command and uh, To Hell with the Devil. Uh, yeah. A little bit more, I, I can't say hardcore metal, you know, but a little bit more balls to it, I guess. Yeah. By In God We Trust, they were definitely going down the, we're going we're gonna, to, we got some top 40 songs coming at you. But do you remember the first t shirt you bought at a show? Oh, my. Um, no, because I didn't have a job for a while. <laughs> um. <laughs> And you remember how much you paid for it? No, probably twenty five bucks. It, well, uh, my first concert shirt was purchased for me. Somebody took me to a band called Petra. Okay, so it sounds like I'm like you know yeah. I, I grew up in a convent or yeah, something so that, like that's that. A, you know, that's another that's Christian, really rock, yeah, another yeah, Christian yeah. rock band. Yeah. But you know, when you're 14 and sure. there's people just taking you places, sure. you just go where they go, right? Yeah. Uh, and so somebody bought me this shirt. So that was my first shirt. I, I didn't know anything about them. I'd never even heard of them before that yeah. night. Uh, so my first shirt I bought was Megadeth, but I didn't buy it at the show. I bought it from a bootlegger outside of the that's, show. That's always another fine treat. Right, I didn't have a right. lot of money, so this guy's like, hey, you know, I didn't want to pay 30 bucks or whatever it right. was for the concert because I you know, I made $4 an hour or whatever it was. You know, I had yeah. I was saving for college, so it just wasn't part of the 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 situation. Yeah. So I bought a, a bootleg shirt, which is just rat. To this day, I've got a picture of me wearing it. I've never seen it outside of my shirt. It's uh, Vic tearing down the Berlin Wall. You know, Vic Rattlehead, the yeah. mascot, tearing down the Berlin Wall yeah. and people running for their lives. You know, so yeah, that was cool. My sister bought a bootleg Testament shirt that night uh, uh, on the street as well. Yeah. yeah. Now, How about you? What was your first shirt? My first one that I bought with my own money would have been Tesla in 89. All right. Would have been, I, uh, yeah, uh, I, I remember going to shows. I mean, I didn't go to a whole lot because, again, we were we were young, and I remember my sister would go, and she would probably bring home a T-shirt, and maybe I would steal that. But I remember, like, going to see Chicago at the embassy and getting a Chicago shirt or okay. stuff like that. But my first, I would say, rock shirt at a rock concert was Tesla. And I wore the absolute hell out of that shirt. I bet you, oh, you could see through it. By the time I was done with that thing, because at the time, boy, that that was 
my band. I mean, that Tesla was the band, you know. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm kind of sad that I, I, I threw it out. I'm like, I wish I would have held on to it just like as just a memento to put that, you know, in a box. And now, do you... I mean, really wear them, or is it a memento to you? Do you keep it? Like, I'm not wearing this. I'm gonna. I, this is gonna go in the collection. I wear them until they fall apart. I mean, yeah. all of my shirts from back in the day. I wish if I had known the investment, right? uh, the investment uh, uh, um, um, p- opportunity that right. concert shirts yeah. afforded. I would have never worn them one time. Right. I'd have just worn plain old t-shirts and just left them in a box because those things are worth a fortune. They're not making any more 1988 Metallica tour right. shirts. Right. 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 So uh, yeah, I, I would wear them like you said until you could see through them. You know, yeah. like hey, I can see your areola. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing wearing that shirt? And, and my, they're impressive. And, I've, I've and my mother them. threatened to throw my Iron Maiden shirt away every time she washed it. And I'm like, I will flip out. You will not throw that away. I throw it away when I'm ready. Right. And I finally, one day, I, I realized just how ridiculous it was. I, I literally, the two layers of the shirt when, you're, you don't, when you weren't wearing it. Yeah. I could have seen facial expressions from right. 20 feet away. Right. And like, no, this is just getting... Right. I'm looking homeless at this point. <laughs> right? It's just not good. It's not a good look. But I remember buying... Uh, a Guns N' Roses t-shirt. You know, Guns N' Roses was here. That was that was like, you know, the classic logo. That was when they blew up. Mm-hmm. And I bought it in Nashville along in a t-shirt shop along with Def Leppard's other uh, one that Joe uh, Elliott wears, you know, and Pour Some Sugar on Me, you know, the, the comic book. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Right, yeah. Um, so I remember that summer, I may have been the same summer, that I just remember wearing the hell out of that. Maybe that was the year before, 88. So, yeah, so I would have bought those. Yeah, so that was... Uh, yeah, I mean, I wore, I think I just alternated the two for that entire summer. I mean, really, I, I did. But those were, like, I didn't, I couldn't buy them at a show because they weren't coming to town. So, yeah. it comes, I mean, a Def Leppard, I, I remember buying a Def Leppard t-shirt maybe a couple years later when I saw him. Uh, but, uh, yeah, but Guns N' Roses, never yeah. seen him. So, it's like, I knew you probably never were, so I, yeah, that's why I bought it. At that it. point, Axel was not coming back to Indiana. He had yeah. no good feelings towards Indiana <laughs> at that point in the career. And, you know, they weren't big enough yet in, in uh, summer. 88 it was not quite ready to pop yeah it, uh, i guess by july of 88 is when sweet child of mine blew up and that's yeah. when everybody had a had guns and roses but i bought a shirt at spencer gifts nice before hot topic there was only yeah, spencer, was, that was it yeah you know and uh in the back corner there were the you know the hall and ass poster you know what i mean yeah. that era of that area of yeah, the store yeah. and they had t-shirts and i bought the guns and roses they had the circle emblem with the two guns and the roses wrapped right around that's the, the, the classic logo and that was yeah. the one that i bought and i, I wore that until it was gray you know <laughs> and it wasn't black anymore by the time i was done wearing that thing you know because that was my i mean god <laughs> Before it was Megadeth, it was Guns N' Roses for me. That yeah, was and that, yeah, and I think when that when that when Appetite came out, I think everybody had that moment. Yeah, of this is this is something special, you know. Yeah, because you 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 and I were fourteen, fifteen when that thing comes out. I was so. uh, fourteen. Yeah, I uh, ended up going to a friend's place, and um, my buddies and I we were. Uh, we were little sticky fingers kids, and we liked uh, tapes. So, yeah. uh, and we were, uh, and my buddy's older brother, you know, he knew what we were up to. We were heading out that day with a friend. He's like, "Hey, this one's for you." And he hit play, and it was "Out to Get Me" by Guns N' Roses. Oh, yeah. That was the first song I ever heard from Guns N' really? Roses. Yes, and uh, I was like, "Well, now." And that day, I ended up with that cassette, and I don't remember any of the other cassettes I got that day, but that was the one that, that I was, wore yeah. out. You know, yeah. I wore that thing out. And you, you said something about your mother throwing away your T-shirts. I, this is within the last couple of years. Your mother threw away your T-shirts? No, I got a, no a, a story about <laughs> in the same vein of that. Uh, my wife, I have uh, my wife among the living 
Anthrax t-shirt. That was one of my favorites. Just, again, one of those. Actually, I think she bought it for me. So okay. <laughs> that's one of those ones that I wore all the time. Um, and she accidentally bleached it. Oof. So, but it was kind of cool the way the bleach kind of was on it it almost looked like it was part of the shirt okay so she actually like just oh this is kind of cool maybe he won't notice and fold it up and put it with all my other t-shirts and i pull it out <laughs> one day won't and notice. right and i'm like what happened to my favorite anthrax t-shirt and she's like oh but it like kind of looks cool with the, with the bleach did it look tie-dye or something it kind of did it was just but it looked just like like speckled and it okay. like it almost looked like it was part of the shirt because you see you know shirts like that with like splatter on it that's what it yeah, looked yeah. like so uh yeah so i uh did not she replaced it not with that specific one but with a different shirt but uh still it pains me that uh that i lost that shirt <laughs> yeah i had a, my favorite shirt in high school was the one that um well when i left to get my school picture taken my sophomore year uh, i was wearing a, I was a nice sweater Right. Yeah, it's picture day, Mom. I'm wearing this nice sweater. And uh, by the time I got to school, I had taken that sweater off because underneath it was my tie-dye Iron Maiden Somewhere in Time t-shirt. And I bought, again, at Spencer Gifts. And it was red and yellow and white, like a starburst. And um, um, Eddie was holding a uh, like a laser gun, yeah. you know, the cover. You know that It's not the exact cover, but it's the era. Right. Like Stranger in a Strange Land, I think, is more, more yeah, yeah, what it was, yeah. the picture was. Uh, and I wore that in my school photo. And mom, when those pictures came back, like three, four weeks later, whatever, out of her mind. She was so angry. Because I paid $50, I have to stare at that. Not only do you have long hair, but I have to look at that ugly picture in my living room until the next photos. Yeah. I'm sorry, Mom. I was a, I was a little a-hole. <laughs> really, I mean, honestly, it was just not it was not a kind thing to do. Yeah. But that shirt was rad, and now there's proof of it that it, of it existing and me owning it. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And I had it until I uh, loaned it to my sister, and it was stolen at a party she went to. I think she gave it to her boyfriend. But whatever, you know. It's not like I'd still have it 35 years later. Right? I remember getting the, my first Trooper t-shirt, Iron Maiden. And I don't think ever since I've I got that T-shirt, I've gone without one. Meaning, once it is worn out, I just buy another one. Really? So there has always been I don't know for how many years. I, I think probably since the advent of the internet, since you could buy them at you know any point. But yeah, if 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 if, if, if the trooper shirt starts to fade and it just says Ron Maiden, you know, right, right. You know, I just buy another one, and it's going to be in the rotation again. So it's one of that's the that's the thing that I have can't live without. It's like I've got to have that trooper T-shirt. I do not have any tattoos, but I'm that is what I would probably get as I've thought about it. Because I'm like, running over the bodies with the flag. My, yeah, my my daughter has now gotten a couple tattoos. And my wife that just went into her getting a couple tattoos. So now the peer pressure is on. So what? Am <laughs> I've I, got a few tattoos. I, you've got the a peer few. pressure's on. I know. So uh, I, I would be think, cool. Be cool like us, man. I know. I know. So I think <laughs> if I'm thinking of an image or you know the band or something that 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 I okay I'm going to put this on my body and it's going to hold up I mean that t-shirt has held up in my life for the past 40 years really you know so uh God, what, if I was to do an uh, a band tattoo you don't have a band tattoo you I don't kind of, really I do not I, really? I I love bands a lot right. but it, you know I'd never love them enough to put them permanently on my body because what if 
they turn into a new age band? Or what if they turn into complete jerk offs? Right. Right. And right. you're like, man, this guy, he played. Or you find out he, they're, he they're horrible dogs. racists or right, something like that. Exactly. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. I don't want I that, that on my, that, that that my person forever. Yeah. You yeah. know? Uh, so. It's one of those things. So I do own, I was looking at my closet, and I was trying to figure out which shirt I was going to wear today. Uh, um, and I do have a lot of shirts, because I went about 15 years where I didn't buy a single t-shirt. Really? I went to hundreds of concerts, yeah. and I was like, that's just well, going to break it, me. Right. And, you know? But I, 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 remember, I think probably that Tesla t-shirt, if I paid 15 bucks for it, I, I'm guessing, because I don't think I would have paid being a freshman in high school or whatever I was to, to pay more than that uh, for a t-shirt. So, you know, you're right. You know? I didn't buy it for years. I'm the same way. I, I bought uh, a Queensryche t-shirt at the last show here at the Clyde, and that may have been the first t-shirt I bought at a show in a really long time. Yeah, I, I couldn't buy them at every show I went to. Yeah, Are you kidding me? Yeah. I went to 30, 40, 50 concerts right? a year. I can't drop 30, 40, 50 bucks on a shirt at every concert. 2,500 bucks a year? Come on now. Right, right. You know, that's right. insanity. And you and I went to Genesis together, and mm -hmm. Genesis is my favorite band. And I How have... metal. And I have the... It's not metal, but uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Losing my cred here, but... Well, we were both there. Uh, yeah. I uh, bought a t-shirt when I saw him in 92, and that was one of the... That's the only t-shirt that I barely wore. I still have it. It's still in pristine condition. Now, where this T-shirt is, I don't know. It's in a box somewhere in my attic. But I would—that was one of the. It's like I'm not wearing this T-shirt. This is this is iconic. I, I'm not going to fade. You know, wear this uh, wear this at all. But we went to go see him a couple years ago in Chicago. I'm like, I'm not paying fifty bucks for a T-shirt. I did. <laughs> I, know, I even I know one, you did. <laughs> I even bought one from a friend that couldn't go. Right. You know, he didn't even know. I just surprised him with a T-shirt because that yeah. you know, just like you, that's his band. So yeah. he couldn't make it. So I bought him a shirt, uh, and um. You know, that was, uh, I believe, to this moment, it's the most expensive ticket I've ever paid. Really? In 150 bucks. Yeah. That was an expensive ticket, man. Yeah. And um, then on top of that, you know, what was it, 60 bucks a shirt? Maybe yeah. 60 bucks a yeah, shirt? Yeah, and I couldn't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. I, uh, do you remember back in the day uh, when we were in high school? Because I could not do the whole, only if I've seen them. I wasn't going to shows. I was just, right. you know, what am I going to do? You know, right. wait until, you know, Megadeth comes to Fort Wayne. You know, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Uh, so did you ever use like Blue Grape or any of those like mail-in catalog ones at the back of all the magazines? I never did because like I remember getting Hit Parader was a big, was one of, was my magazine, you know, and you would have the, the layout of all the t-shirts that mm -hmm. you could buy. And I remember at, during lunch, my friends and I would circle like the oh I would you know that this, this Guns N' Roses one because again the only Guns N' Roses T-shirt I saw was of the classic logo and I remember circling it but it was one of those things where my mom is not going to write a check to whoever <laughs> the hell this is and get me a T-shirt you know right. it's not you know it's like that you know it's not J C Penny so it's like she's not going to send off twenty five bucks <laughs> to get me a T-shirt right <laughs> I uh, I did that I did it one time. I sent off money. I wanted a Merciful Fate Don't Break the Oath backpatch and a Merciful Fate Don't Break the Oath yeah. t-shirt just because they were just uber satanic. And at 15, <laughs> right, that's just the baddest. I can't wait to have, I can't wait to wear this to school, you know? And uh, I waited two months, three months. I'm like, God, this thing's got to be getting here soon. Then a letter, then an envelope showed up. We're out of stock. Sorry. <laughs> so wait a minute. So you kept, believe we used you to do kept that. out of my check for three months, basically, and then sitting back and hey, we don't have the product. That seemed mean spirited, you know. So that was the only time I ever tried to use it. After that, I'm really? like, no, this that was three months of waiting. 
Yeah. What if that happened again? No, yeah. thank oh, you. Oh, yeah, no, it would say, what, eight to 12 weeks. Yeah. You know, that, yeah. And, yeah, so I could not, uh, yeah, in good conscience, even ask my mother to write a check. So I never did. So it was one of those <laughs> things where I'm just going to dream about this t shirt and just circle it. And, yeah. So one of the most ironic shirts I ever bought is in 1990, uh, Warrant and Poison came to town. And the only reason I went, because a good friend of mine is like, you have to see Poison live to understand why I like them so much. You have to see them live because live they are something special. I'm like, okay, fine. All right, we're going to go see Warrant and Poison. And Warrant opened, blew the roof off the place. Joey Allen from Fort Wayne got up yeah. and played guitar, and the, the crowd was really into it, and they were high energy. It was a lot of fun. Then Poison came out, and they opened with Unskinny Bop. And I'm like, okay, what are you doing to me here, man? This is the show you brought me to? And it was just not impressed, uh, impressive to me. But Warrant only had one T-shirt available, and it sucked. <laughs> it sucked. It had no tour dates on it. It just said Warrant or something. It was just lame. Poison had, uh, it was their Flesh and Blood tour, so it had blood on it and cuts yeah. and stuff. I'm like, that's kind of cool. And I bought a Poison shirt. I used to own a Poison shirt. I don't know what happened to this thing. There's no photographs of me in this thing. <laughs> I made sure of that. There's no photographs of me wearing a Poison shirt. But at one time, I owned a freaking Poison shirt. And uh, the first one I remember seeing, I mean, I'm sure I saw them before, but the first one I remember seeing was after their 88 stop when they came to town yeah. on their uh, Open Up and Say Ah tour. I don't even know who was with them. I didn't go to that show. I wasn't yet to. I wasn't yet able to go to shows. But yet. I, I remember that I didn't go. But I remember again. All the girls the next day had that poison T-shirt. Well, my buddy uh, ended up buying a poison shirt and had a head exploding on the front of it. Yeah, and it says poison on the front or on the top, and on the bottom it says blow your effing mind. And he <laughs> wore that to shirt, and it lasted till about fourth period <laughs> until a teacher finally read what was on the shirt, and they made him take it off, put on a gym shirt, or flip it inside out, or yeah. something. Uh, but yeah, so he bought it because it had the big, you know, it had an f bomb on it. Like that's freaking rock and roll. Yeah, like, eh. I mean you can get overwhelmed at the merch, you know, anymore. Uh, I mean, but there's also now, like Anthrax. You know, my favorite, I would say, metal band. It's it's Anthrax. And when we went to see them last summer, I was so underwhelmed. I didn't buy a T-shirt because I was underwhelmed by the selection. That was because I mean I was already you know, money in hand. I'm gonna get me a, a new Anthrax shirt and not blown away by. Uh, yeah, I didn't buy one either. Yeah, by the selection. Well, Do we go to that show together? We went to that show together. That's right. And even even a few years prior to that, when they came to the Clyde, I was all fired up to buy a T-shirt. Nope, <laughs> didn't care for it. I, I bought the the first time I saw Flotsam and Jetsam. Okay, there's a very underrated band. Everybody knows them as Jason yeah. Newstead's starting band, but they're a great band in their own right. Terrible production almost exclusively. Their production has always been iffy. Uh, but beside the point, uh, the first time I saw them, they were with um, Fear Factory, Korn, and Megadeth. And I was like, I'm buying a Flotsam shirt. This might be my yeah. only time ever seeing them. I, you know, I can't wait. They had one shirt. And on the front, it, giant <laughs> block letters. Just plain old, not even a font. Just yeah. plain old block letters, lime green, Flotsam and Jetsam. And just covered the whole front of my shirt. And on the back, it says... <laughs> I'm so effing happy in giant letters. And I wore that forever until one day I I stopped wearing shirts with F-bombs on them because what am I doing? I'm 26 years old. What am I doing? Wearing a giant F, I mean big. I mean the yeah. letters were easily four, five, six inches tall. Just And that was their only shirt. It was the only one to choose from. Like, man, come on. You know, that was just that was a load of BS as far as I was concerned. But I, I paid the money. Yeah. I bought yeah. it. Yeah. You know, and uh, um, it's about that show, I saw a changing of the guard that night. This is not about T-shirts, but I saw um, Corn 
was direct support. Yeah. And they, they, they hadn't quite blown up yet. It hadn't happened for them just yet. It was just about to. And I know this because when Corn got done playing that night, half the crowd just took off. Right. Just vacated the premises. Right. Megadeth was playing to a third of a house because it wasn't sold out to start. Yeah. Half of the people that were there took off, if not more. <laughs> so they came out, and it was really sparse. And it was a changing of the guard that day. It was, okay, this is the new guard. Yeah. We can see yeah. it. You know, corn's yeah. coming. Well, and I think, I mean, I didn't, again, I've, I've alluded this in a, in a previous show that in 92, Pantera opened up for Skid Row. And not really fully, I mean, I had friends who were like, yeah, Pantera. And I'm like, I want to see Skid Row, you know. And I'm sure... That was probably a mass exodus as well, because, again, that was another changing right there, Skid Row and Pantera. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of people went to just see Pantera that night and, and bolted. I've got a friend who went to see Skid Row, and he was there early just to you know deal with Pantera. And he said that um, Pantera... I didn't get to see the tour. I was uh, working $4 an hour trying to just yeah. survive uh, in college. So going to concerts was just not part of the equation. But he went, and he said that Pantera came out literally blew the roof off the place. Well, not literally. That's <laughs> hyperbole. But practically blew the roof off the there place. And they were tight. They were loud. They were super aggressive. And then Skid Row came out, half volume. And, you know, they, they had all their ballads they were playing. I mean, yeah, they were still touring on that that heavy record, Slave to the Grind, but they still had Quicksand, Jesus, and yeah. I Remember You. So half their gig was power ballads. So it was just, you know, Pantera came out, punched you in the face for 35 right. minutes. And then Skid Row came out and, you know... Hey guys, how you doing? We're just here to play. You know, I didn't get to see the show, so I don't know. I'm just going by hearsay. I <laughs> right, hear right. every single person I've talked to to right. a to a one has said Skid Row lost that battle. You know, it's like when Jimi Hendrix opened for the Monkees. <laughs> that tour, yeah, that happened. That gig lasted six shows, <laughs> and uh, the manager of the Monkees says, "You're not right for our crowd." Maybe what he was saying was, "You keep out." playing the monkeys yeah. every night we can't have that so thank you but get the hell off of our tour well judas priest opened ferrario speedwagon so <laughs> oh you know God, that, really yeah, yeah. you saw that i did not see that that is just you know pure lore wow. that indeed i that guess i mean when judas priest came to america they didn't know quite what to make of them so we'll put them on a very popular tour so well, and ario was Pretty big it was pretty deal. big, yeah. Pretty big deal yeah. from uh, you know yeah. the mid seventies to about the mid eighties. Yeah. They were a gigantic yeah. deal. But Judas Priest, I remember that was a T-shirt. You know, the British Steel, everyone you know knows that one. But I remember that British Steel T-shirt. I remember all of her friends wore that T-shirt. That's the razor yeah. blade. That's the razor blade. Yeah, so. yeah. That is that is an iconic photograph. Yeah. It's just a photograph. Yeah, right. It's yeah. just a photograph of a dude holding a razor. But it's iconic. Everybody knows it. Yeah, you know that's right up there uh, uh, as far as iconic imagery. Uh, for Judas Priest with their ram it down fist. You know, that's just one of those things, you know, when you think of Priest, you're going to think of that or um, 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 Painkiller. Jeez, yeah. my brain stopped, man. I hate it when that <laughs> happens. happens a lot. Yeah, us. yeah. It's getting a little older, man. My synapses aren't firing like they used to. Uh, but yeah, I, uh, um, I, I do miss um, a lot of the shirts. Like I had a Metallica shirt I bought in 92 when they came to Miami. Uh, on the uh, Black Album Tour, and I wore that until it fell apart. Well, I wore that until uh, I had a job at a foundry, and like an idiot, I wore my concert shirts to the foundry because I wanted to prove to everybody how cool I was, and I wrecked my Metallica, my Slayer, my Megadeth. All of them got burnt up because I was working on a freaking grinder. Sparks flying all over me all night. Just wrecked them, man. It's like an idiot. Like an idiot. I, and I remember not... 
uh, buying any Slayer shirts because I couldn't find any without a pentagram. Oh. And it's like, I didn't, you know, it's like, I didn't, it's like, not that I cared, but again, it's one of those things where you don't want to have to explain it or anything like right? that. Right? I almost wore a Slayer shirt I bought back in 2000 uh, uh, to, uh, to, to work today, uh, but I doesn't have any swear words on it, no, yeah. no pentagrams, no upside down crosses, no decapitated Jesus, um, <laughs> but it does have Kerry King flipping the bird. <laughs> and I'm like, man, I just can't wear somebody flipping the bird to work. Right. I just, I'm just not going to do that at my, my, this point in my life. You know, feel free. You know what I mean? I'll wear it out. You know what yeah. I mean? I'll, I'll wear it to concerts and stuff like that. And, and it's one of those shirts that by uh, 2000, I was done wearing concert shirts to the foundry. So <laughs> every shirt I've purchased since then has been able to survive. It's a grayish right. color now. Right. It, it looks like it's 23 years old. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I, I love that shirt. I forgot I even owned it. Because it's, you know how when you wear your shirts, they kind of end up in the same spot in your closet, and you got the far left and the far right of your closet that just sits there and collects dust until you go flipping through. And go, I own that shirt, right? Oh my god, I totally forgot I own that shirt. You yeah. know, and that was yeah. one of those things today. I went, what? I forgot I even had that. Right. Yeah. Uh, mine are folded up now. It's like that now it's just a pile because oh, gotcha. like, they're not even hung up anymore. It's it's just a <laughs> plain old pile, and it's and. My wife does a really good job of of actually bootlegging t-shirts. What do you herself, mean bootlegging t-shirts? Meaning she's that got a printer, she got no, a she does not. But certain people at uh, you know the ball might will just put anything on a t-shirt. Oh for wow, you. okay. So I've actually got some cool t-shirts that my wife has just kind of done up. So uh, I maybe owe some money to to maybe D Snyder uh, and a couple other people that uh, you know you couldn't I I couldn't find just a D Snyder t-shirt and you know she found it and popped it on a t-shirt and there you go you know Man, so uh, the only time i saw twisted sister like 10 12 years ago whenever it was yeah. they toured did stay hungry yeah uh in its entirety and then they ended with under the blade that was the show it was a perfect 55 minute concert here you know they're not going to come out and play a bunch of b tracks right yeah. they're here for stay hungry and under the blade and it was awesome everybody sounded great i wish i'd bought a shirt <laughs> I wish I bought a shirt. I just at that point in my life, I right. wasn't buying shirts. Right, you know, I just right. it wasn't even a. I wouldn't yeah. even go look at them because I knew I'm not buying one. Yeah, you know. So I to this day, I wish I had bought a but, twisted sister. Yeah, shirt. I'm I'm actually reverting back because like when I was a teenager, early twenties, if I went to show, I was buying a shirt regardless. Pretty much, pretty yeah. much. Uh, then again, just like you, I, well, I'm not paying. Uh, you know, life takes over, and you're not going to shows. You're yep. not paying that money for a t-shirt. But now pushing fifty disposable income now every show i go right to the merch table i got 30 bucks <laughs> right 30 bucks right. unless it's a a hoodie and i'd love to buy more hoodies of bands i will yeah. i refuse to drop 85 dollars on a shirt I, was, I won't do it i was uh, a testament had a real it's a very simple uh testament black hoodie zip up which i love uh it had uh you know like the goat's head pentagram on the back i'm like all right this is it's cool on the front it's awesome on the back i was like i'm gonna buy it i'm gonna buy this hoodie and i go up uh, to the merch stand no extra larges and i'm like you did not plan ahead for this crowd. Look yeah, around. Yeah. <laughs> right. This is many, America. Was there very many mediums? This uh, is America. Need tonight. You know, I, uh, I finally a few years ago, uh, there's a band called Corner out of Sweden, uh, Switzerland, Switzerland. Uh, they the speak same. German, right? <laughs> they speak German in Switzerland, so they're Swiss. Uh, so they, I've been listening to them since '88, and never thought I'd get to see them. And last year they came to the states for the first time since 1980 nine right uh and i was like man i finally get to see this band i can't wait to buy a freaking corner shirt at the concert walked in they played two nights 
two nights and one date in my uh, Maryland before that. So this was their third date of the whole thing. Went up and I said, I would like to buy a shirt. And he's like, we are sold out of all of our shirts. Day three? How do you run out of shirts on day three? He's like, we didn't know. We just didn't yeah, know. Yeah. We didn't want to you know, we didn't want to get two thousand yeah, shirts yeah. and not be able to sell fifteen hundred of them. We just didn't know yeah. how hungry people were for these shirts. Yeah. Like, you just lost fifty bucks, man. <laughs> you know. Well, I mean, I have you ever gone to a show like uh, uh, you know and say, well, it's like you said the whole poison thing, and but like, wow, I really like these guys. I'm gonna go see their t-shirts. I have. Yes, I, mean, I, I did that with uh, Manson the first yeah. time I saw Manson. But Manson at the time was just a local act. The first yeah. time I saw him, he was yeah. uh, he was just a local act in Miami and yeah. Fort Lauderdale. And it was uh, Marilyn Manson, the Spooky Kids. I had never heard of them. This was in August of '91. I went to see a group called Last Crack, just because the <laughs> I didn't know any of their music. I just saw a picture of the lead singer of the band. He went by Budo, B-U-D-D-H-O. And the picture was him standing in front of like a drop cloth that is just covered in blood. Yeah. And he's standing there naked doing like a mercury pose, covered in blood. And I'm like, that's, that's rad. Guy. That is rad. I got to see these guys. And I don't remember a minute of their set because Manson was just so, as a local band especially, yeah. like, these guys are something to behold. It's just wow. Yeah. And I went to buy a shirt. They didn't have any because they were just a local band. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, at least that I I remember. Well, you know what? I probably went to look at them and couldn't afford them if, even if they had them is the thing. <laughs> I made three eighty or $4 an hour and I was living on my own. So, Well, uh, Gary Newman opened for ministry. And it's such I, a weird mix. Right. I, but I, of course, know Gary Newman from the song Cars. That's, that's everyone it. knows. That's, yeah, it. that's it. But he he's actually... It's a rocking act. I mean, and he was so good. I'm like, wow. I mean, obviously went and downloaded whatever I, you know, all I could find. I'm like, I've been missing out all this time. And I'm like, I'm going to go see if he has a t-shirt. I had one t-shirt and a bumper sticker. That's that it. was it. Wow. And it's like, oh, I'm, I'm not going to buy a Gary Newman shirt and have to explain it to right. everyone. It's like when we saw Marty Friedman open for Queensryche. It's like, we, we, we know Marty who Marty Friedman is, but... The yeah. logo does not say MF unless exactly. you know what you're looking at. Exactly. I was yeah. like, man, that's, that doesn't yeah. even say Marty Friedman. It just yeah. has a, a weird symbol that kind of looks like an M, kind of yeah. looks like an F. You know, I, I get you. Yeah. 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 So so uh, so was was Gary Newman, did he bring the thunder like ministry? It wasn't. I mean, it wasn't 110 decibels, pin your ears back kind, but it was heavy. I mean, it was. But it also had a had a, had a pop thing to it because a lot of keyboards. But I mean, it was it was heavy and it was outstanding. I mean, it was great. I mean, again, not knowing anything outside of. But I remember enjoying it so much when he finally got to cars. It was like, oh, he's this is. Oh yeah, this is the guy who sings cars, who sings the song. It was like I forgot that he was the guy. I thought it was a cover band at that point. That's hilarious. You know, I uh, this is not metal, but one day I w- went with a friend to see Tom Petty, uh, and we showed up late for some whatever reason. Yeah. We rolled in as the band the, that was opening was playing their very last song, and it was uh, um, the song uh, "Someone Like You." No, not someone like you. Um, a girl like you by the Smithereens. Yes, and they got done and they left the stage, and I looked at my friend. and said. That was really weird. He goes, what was weird about that? I said, who, as an opening act, closes their set with a cover tune? I'm like, what are you talking about? I said, that was a Smithereens track. He goes, that was the Smithereens. I'm like, oh, 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> that might explain it. <laughs> Oops. That's what I get for showing up late. Right? right? So, yeah. Um, um, I hate missing bands. I do. I like to show up. I like to see the whole yes. show. I will leave early now. I don't stay until the bitter right. end unless it's a band that right. I have to see every single second of. Yeah. I did not leave before Genesis was over. I don't, I don't leave. Uh, when Metallica's playing, I'm not leaving right. before they're done. Right. right? Uh, but most bands... I will leave two songs, three songs before the end because I want to beat the crowd. If you don't leave yeah, five minutes early, yeah. if you don't leave five minutes early, you're yeah. stuck in the parking lot for an hour. Yeah. You know, yeah. after Scorpions in Chicago at United Center, I stayed until the bitter end and it took an hour and 20 <laughs> minutes just to get out of the parking lot. They had one exit at the United Center. Now, when you do that, I do the same thing. And a lot of times we're together. Uh, but. It feels good when you get out on the streets and no one is there. Yes, it it is such a satisfying feeling that the, you've the, done it. Yep. The only thing more satisfying is um, back in 2015, uh, my mother, uh, my friend Duke, and I, we took a bus from Fort Wayne down to the Indianapolis Motor Speedway to see a July 4th concert of the Rolling Stones. Yes. And afterwards, we got back on the bus. As soon as everybody was accounted for, a cop walked out in the middle of the street and said, Stop! And we just pulled out and left. It was beautiful because there were 60,000 people trying to yeah. leave at the same time. Yeah. All on that corner of the track, right? Because it wasn't the whole track. It was just that corner of the track. Yeah. 60,000 people. What's that? 20,000 cars? Yeah. All trying to leave at the same time. And he just went out and just held his hand out. Looked looked like a poster. And come on out. And we got home just like that. It was great. And, you know, so if you can take a bus to a concert. Do Which it. I've never done. Do it. I've you, never done. You don't done. have to worry about parking. Yeah. You don't have to worry about, you know, I'm not a heavy drinker, yeah. but I'll tell you, I don't drink much. But that day, somehow, <laughs> a two-hour trip from Fort Wayne to Indianapolis, I drank eight beers. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't drank eight beers in the last two months right. combined. Right? So, and I did it, and I wasn't slurring. I wasn't stumbling. Yeah. I, maybe I was just so jacked up for yeah. finally getting to see the stones that that I, maybe I my adrenaline counteracted the alcohol i don't know but i wasn't drunk but did you buy a t-shirt oh absolutely that's what we're talking about yeah yeah i'm sorry yeah yeah yeah. i did and it's actually one of my favorite t-shirts that i own it's a black and uh black and red baseball jersey uh i've worn it a lot it's getting scratchy it's it's very it almost stands up on its own now yeah. it's, it's lost all of its pliability yeah. it's not soft anymore because i wear it a lot but i love it i love that shirt uh, so when you okay, here's another thing. When you buy the T-shirt, do you wear it right away? Because I know a lot of people will throw it right on. They'll buy it and it's going to go right on. Um, I've done that before. Uh, I'm someone who doesn't wash it. I like. I don't know what the neat, the new T-shirt smell. It's like I've got to wear it once, then I'll wash it. But I know you wash first. I well, I have to. <laughs> I've got uh, somewhat sensitive skin at times, and I don't know what kind of chemicals are on those shirts. Sure. I worked. I worked in a T-shirt factory once, and I know the chemicals yeah. that they use. <laughs> and they're nasty, so uh, I, I definitely wash them before I wear them. Yeah, so it's always nice and stiff. I was—I don't know yeah. <laughs> what it is. Yeah, I, I, like I, you know, there was a t-shirt factory here in Fort Wayne I worked at for a few months back in the early '90s, and we made shirts for Iron Maiden. What? Yeah, we made shirts for Iron Maiden. Okay, I'm stunned here knowing yeah. this revelation. Yeah, it was a classic T-shirt company. Uh, really? Yeah. I worked there for a few months, and uh, it was a pretty dangerous job. Press is constantly catching fire, yeah. and you know we had to use this chemical to like touch up the when it would like some the press would bleed a little bit. We would touch it up and it, yeah. you know erase as it were some of the excess ink and you yeah. know kind of sharpen it. Yeah, I never personally did an Iron Maiden shirt. 
But I heard stories that we had Iron Maiden rolled through. That Iron Maiden is crazy. Through there. Yeah. And I didn't, that, the longest merch line ever was at Iron Maiden. I did not oh, get yeah. a shirt last time through Iron Maiden because literally around the United Center in Chicago, I mean, you had tables so many feet away from each other. And it was like one continuous line. There was no distinction between the line for each table. <laughs> and they had some set up outside after the show, which was also crazy. And my wife was like, oh, go get a T-shirt. And I'm like, no, A, there's still a line. And B, looking at them, I can get them off of Amazon tomorrow and have it delivered to the house. Because <laughs> they were literally the same T-shirt right. that, were on, that was on Amazon. But I mean, but Iron Maiden, you got to think... How many designs have they had? You know, thousands, thousands, thousands. thousands. They, were, they they took what Kiss did. Oh yeah, the they ramped it up. Oh yeah, and, and they went. We're going to do that in the in the metal yeah. scene. They are the ones who set the bar. Yeah, no one's ever been even to this day. No one's yeah. been able to touch Iron Maiden with their marketing. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Who else has video games? You know what I mean? I guess there are a few well, bands, I mean, obviously. I mean, obviously, Kiss has gone over, but I mean, yeah. but Iron Maiden, the things I've seen with an Iron Maiden logo on it. Yep. You know, and I'm I'm so glad I'm not a collector of things anymore, because there's so much Iron Maiden stuff that I would have. There are people out there that have entire, like, <laughs> oh, warehouses yeah. filled with yeah. every piece of equipment, every yeah. piece of memorabilia that yeah. they could possibly find. It's insane. Figurines and t-shirts <laughs> and blah, blah, blah. Uh, I was never into buying the figures and stuff like yeah. that. I wish, yeah. I know we're talking about t-shirts, but I still... I do wish that I had gotten into buying um, tour books. That's yeah. where, the, and not because of the the value of them, yeah. just because it'd be neat to look yeah. through and, and see the photographs of the tour you saw. Because the t-shirts, like we wear them until they fall apart. Yeah, the only tour book that I remember buying was when Kiss put the makeup back on. That was a good tour the reunion. I remember yep. buying a, a tour book of that one, and and not metal, but I still have one. We talk because you mentioned them, the monkeys. The monkey, you know, that was a big <laughs> Their deal. Their reunion tour in 1986. 86, that was a big yeah. deal. Anybody younger than us, yeah. you're know, like, who? What? But in 1986, because MTV showed all yeah. the monkeys episodes yeah. on their show, yeah. channel, and all of us being the age we were, we yeah. watched it. Yeah. So they had a whole new generation of fans. Yeah. Um, and to fun- think about that, you know, that show aired in what, 66, 67, mm-hmm. in that area. So it's 86 when we see it. It's only 20 years. So that's hard to believe that there was only 20 years between that. When you yeah. think of 20 years now, <laughs> right. You know, uh, this is totally... Uh, I, I didn't get to see this show, but I visited a friend in Pittsburgh one night. Uh, my buddy and I rode our motorcycles up to uh, Maine and back. And on our way back, we stopped in Pittsburgh, old college friend. And uh, she took us to Jerome Bettis's restaurant, which is right next to Heinz Field. And while we were hanging out outside, catching up, we hadn't seen each other in 10 or 12 years, um, there was a monkeys concert at an outdoor stadium. So we heard a monkeys concert. And when the show was over, every single person that left that place looked like they were doped up. <laughs> every one of them, would just, ear to ear, like split their face yeah. smiles. I was yeah. like, that must have been the best concert yeah. on the planet. Yeah. I remember, go- I remember going to it as a 12-year-old or whatever I was, and it was like, that was pretty cool. You know? Right? Yeah. So <laughs> Monkey. And I, did, I do have, I still have the t-shirt. Do you really? Again, I still have the t-shirt. You can't possibly wear that now. Oh, no, obviously not. But I mean, yeah, I still have it. It's in a box somewhere. Wow. So, I know. So you're, you're, you're a crazy. good fan. I yeah. wore mine until they literally fell apart. Yeah. But also, I wore that t-shirt. I was in middle school. Not exactly cool. 
to wear a monkey's t-shirt, <laughs> even though, you know, we were probably all watching the show, but to actually walk into school with a monkey's t-shirt, right. not exactly the, 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 the chick magnet that I hoped it would be. Right. It just was not. You might have been, at that point, it is, you might as well have been wearing a tiny Tim shirt. Yeah. So, yeah. So, but going full circle here as we wrap up this t-shirt discussion, uh, my daughter went to go see her favorite band is Shine Down. She's getting ready to go to the show. She's walking through the kitchen and she's wearing a Shine Down shirt. And I verbatim did the PCU thing. What the hell is this? <laughs> oh, that was she was wearing and it on the way to the she show. She was wearing it on the way to the show and she didn't get the reference. And I'm busting out laughing. I had to play the clip for her. I'm like, every time you do this, I'm going to do this. Don't be that guy. My favorite part is because I haven't seen the movie since uh, what, 93, 94, whenever it came out. Uh, 93, I think. Um, I've forgotten that John Favreau. Yeah. was the meathead that he was telling. It was gutter. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. I watched. I just saw that clip about three months ago, and I went, "Oh my god, that's John Favreau!" You know, so it's just kind of fun, you know. But yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to my next show and buying a concert shirt. I don't even know. I can't even think of what my next show is going to be. Pantera. That's right. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know if I want to buy a Pantera shirt. I might buy a Lamb of God shirt. Though. There you go. Mix it up a little bit. It's hard for me to call it Pantera. I know they're labeling it Pantera, but when neither of the Abbott brothers are in there, it's kind of. I don't know. We'll so see. Whole, I'm sure it's going to be great. Whole other episode. I'm sure it's going to be we'll great. We'll be talking yeah, yeah. about that after the show. Yeah. So, okay. All right. Let's wrap this one up. T-shirts in the books. So glad for uh, joining us. And uh, well, stay heavy, my friends. That's right. 